1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard as we gear up for another big midweek of football. Jeremy Frimpong is set to leave Celtic for Bayer Leverkusen. Stephen Gerrard's planning for the future with deals for Scott Wright, Nathan Patterson and potentially more to come. And David Martindale passes his fit and proper test at the Scottish FA. Two very fit and proper pundits for you tonight, Gordon Diel and Roger Hanna. Yeah, it has indeed been a busy day of news. I don't think many of us saw the Jeremy Frimpong transfer coming of all the players. We thought who may have been heading out of Celtic Park in this transfer window he was probably one of the last but he has headed to Germany at the same time Rangers own young right back Nathan Patterson has agreed a new deal to extend his stay with one the other half of the old farm and of course David Martindale deemed a fit and proper person and he can now live out the dream of walking ahead of his team for a Hamden Cup final Honestly how's this for good news right The best he's ever sounded Obviously we are taking various measures to be safe Like everyone should be at the moment And uh, he, he's not with us in this room Gordon DL He's elsewhere And I don't even know if we can speak to him Can you hear us? Give us the, give us the thumbs up Right on you go Take it away Speak <laughs> Look at look in his face <laughs> I can hear you now But you're in delay One, two, three, four <laughs> What? Honestly What a shambles We'll leave him there I don't know what button he's pressed Roger Hannah We'll get him cleaned up in just a second He, he was desperate to get into that room Because Mark Wilson told him on Saturday It was lovely and warm oh, and cosy like... He couldn't get in there quickly enough <sighs> Do you know what The good thing is Everyone appreciates I think That everyone's having to Do things a little bit differently We'll get forgiven For that shambolic start to the show <laughs> I'm sure Under different circumstances uh, maybe you lot would be a bit harder to please But anyway 0141 That is the number you need So let us know what is on your mind Celtic fans to kick us off I'm looking in your direction Jeremy Frimpong on the verge of a move To Bayer Leverkusen What do you make of that? Is that a good piece of business? Are you sad to see him go? Anything else surrounding that news today? Give us a call 0141 And of course Roger A busy midweek of football again yeah, and one of many busy midweeks and weekends coming up We're going to be two championship games today Hearts get a very early opportunity to avenge that shock home defeat to Wraith Rovers tonight The day against Air is off, but the big action's tomorrow night Rangers away to Hibs Celtic at home to Hamilton Ackies And we mentioned them before Levy heading for the Betfred Cup final Have Davey Martindale at the helm for the first time As a fit and proper person if you like In the eyes of the SFA at home to Kilmarnock Yeah and I was going to say I don't know why that this caught me by surprise as such But I feel like there was a real um, Groundswell of support for David Martindale I wondered if that would kind of come and go Quite quietly in the background But Perhaps given how well he's done on the pitch, Roger um, that, that turned into a really big story today With lots of fans from all clubs keeping an eye on it And most people, the vast majority of people, happy with the outcome Yeah, and I think so, they should be happy with the outcome um, I'm sure, and David Martin, they was spoken very well about his past He's spoken very well about the, the rehabilitation process he has gone through He's spoken very well, including today After the verdict when he thanked the people at Livingston Football Club For, for giving him a second chance And it, it's like anything else all you, all you can do is give someone a chance And it's up to them to grasp that opportunity And make the most of it And you certainly couldn't accuse David Martindale Of not making the most of this opportunity That has been thrown his way Just listen to Gary Holt a couple of times in this show you know, speaking about 
the way David goes about his work at Livingston um, He seems immensely popular among his players And it was one of the things that stood out for me today Was the number of Premiership managers Who reacted to the news saying how delighted they were for David 01419511025 Let's kick off with Jeremy Frimpong Celtic fans What do you make of it? Is it good business? Is it a bad decision? Are you concerned that he wants to go? All of the usual questions Arounding a transfer like this Let's hear from you Neil Lennon uh, Says he confirmed the news today His press conference He's on the verge of that move To the Bundesliga The club in question Believed to be Bayer Leverkusen He's in Germany To complete the move And Neil Lennon says The player's already Made up his mind you know, Jerry is abroad at the minute, uh, speaking to the club. Um, so that deal looks like it may go through. This has been, you know, in the background for the last six or seven weeks. Hmm. Club have made made strides to renegotiate with Jeremy and his representatives, and you know th- th- that wasn't the case. And the player made it clear to me, to Nick, to the board that he wanted to leave. I wouldn't say he was unhappy, um, just ambitious maybe, or he wanted to try something else uh, to progress his career at another club. We are obviously very disappointed. You know, we did everything we could to try and entice the player to stay, but, um, you know, he made it clear quite a while ago um, that, you know, his ambition was to, to leave. Okay, let's get the view of you on the phone 01419511025 Twitter is at Clyde SSB Joe is going to kick us off calling from Gartkosh tonight Joe, what do you make of that Jeremy Frimpong news? Uh, well, first of all, how are the panel tonight? How are you doing guys? Yep, all good, thank you Ah, good, good to hear At least somebody's doing well <laughs> um, So yeah, uh, so yeah, I mean I've finished my work um, you know, Busy day at work, we're on Facebook And um it's one thing I can only describe it as. There's, there's, there seems to be a lot of glue flying about tonight. Um, I mean, that you know, they're talking about ten million for Jeremy Frimpong, and I think I'm seeing some crazy stats about thirty-five million for French Ed. Um, ten million for Frimpong when he get ten pence for him. Um, that makes it good business no, for Celtic, Ben. No. Oh, for fantastic business for Celtic. Um, I think what they bought him for maybe three, four million. Um, three hundred grand. But what was it? For, well, there you go. And he's going for ten million. I mean, Roger, that's the the sort of the fee that that's getting banded about at the moment around eleven million pounds. There's all those usual caveats with um, you know, whether it's got certain targets that that raise the fee to that. Of course, some of it will go to Man City, but nevertheless, would that still go down as? Is it good business for Celtic? Yeah, and, and listen, they're making the best of what you might describe as a bad job because you can't hold on to an unhappy player anymore. When Frimpong, if you remember, first came into the team, he was full of energy, he was full of excitement, he scored that goal against Aberdeen up at Petodre, if you like, gave that famous Oh My Days interview immediately afterwards, and he seemed genuinely enthused about you know kick-starting his professional career at Celtic. And somewhere along that journey... That enthusiasm has waned. It's gone. He started looking elsewhere. Um, Neil Lennon said that he'd been offered an extension. He turned it down. He wanted to start looking elsewhere, and and he's found an elsewhere. Um, he's got a decent team in the Bundesliga. I wouldn't say a bigger club, but certainly a bigger league to showcase his talents. And when that happens, all Celtic can do is try and maximise the fee. And for a player who's only really been in the premises for I think is it sixteen months or so, Gordon, it's not a bad profit to make on the, on the lad. 
Yeah, I think I agree with Roger. I think it's a great bit of business for Celtic, Gordon. Um, I'm a bit <sighs> torn between because I like Frimpong on his game. I thought he was exciting. Um, I thought he was a very enthusiastic young player, always played with a smile on his face. But lately, he seemed to be a player that looked like he was trying to get out of Celtic for some unknown reason. Um, I think it's good business for everyone concerned. If the boy fancies going abroad and trying something else, then fair play to him. It's a, it's a short career. Um, and I think that if he plays the games... Obviously, you know, and gets up to the add-ons for Celtic and Man City's got cut as well. I still think for £300,000 is a terrific piece of business for Celtic because I do believe they can go and get better. Yeah, what do you make of the fee, Roger? Um, I don't know how it's broken down. I think this, the, the top line is if, you know, he fulfills all the add-ons in terms of appearances, etc., etc., etc. But even if, you know, the, the upfront fee is only a... A percentage of that It's still A sizable sum of money For as you say Gordon A guy who cost 300 or 350 grand And basically arrived at Celtic Without having played A senior game in his career And um, what it does do Is it leaves a A sizable hole In the Celtic back four Hatim Elhamed Has previously said He too Would like to You know Go back to Israel For family reasons um, I know Tony Ralston's played um, This month While the players Were self-isolating But I think it probably puts a big onus now in Celtic to get a right back into the building at a time when Neil Lennon's already said he wants a centre back into the building between now and the, the closure of the window next Roger, Monday night. Roger, I just think we're Celtic are just now. I think that, um, as I say, I think he's a very talented young player. I'm not denying that. But Celtic need to get players out that don't want to be at the club. And I think the boy looked elsewhere. I think he wanted that move. Obviously, he didn't want to sign that extension to his contract. And there's no problem with that because I keep saying short career. But I think that he should be a list of a few. The ones that Neil Lennon probably spoke about months ago and didn't name names really. I think that if Celtic are going to rebuild, he needs to start now. Get the ones out. And the Celtic fans will appreciate that because they might lose good players and certainly will lose good players. But I think every fan thinks... If you don't want to play for a club, there's no point having them here. So I think it's a, a step in the right direction for Celtic. Let's bring in Frank on the line and see what he makes of it. Hi, Frank. Uh, hi, yeah. Um, I think Gordon's bang on. Um, just kind of slow the words from my mouth. I think that Jeremy's probably the first of maybe three, four, five players that maybe Neil was alluding to back in the, after the famous Fair and Varish comments. And if you've got a player at your club that doesn't want to be there, um, and you get what I believe a very good fee, um, then you should move them on. Particularly if you can reinvest that money into the squad, which is a massive overhaul. So I think 11, 12, 13 million, whatever it is going to be for Frimpong's good money. Um, he's a player that offered a lot in terms of, he was a bit of a showboating player, he looked good, lots of pace. I know Gordon at times get very um, excited with him, but his end product, I felt, was just so frustrating time after time. And I don't think that side of his game has actually progressed at all. So I think it's a great fee for Celtic to get. So, listen, he goes with my best wishes. Um, I hope he does turn out of a great career, but I think it's great business from Celtic. Um, and I was saying to the producer there, I would probably go short term, and I think he's a very... Steady SPL right back and the boy O'Donnell from Mullerwell I think he would be a great short term gap and delight to bring him in um, and see what's what particularly Celtic are going through a bit of a transition period 
And then if I can come back in I've got a point for Roger If I could yep, No worries I'll cover your point um, Yeah I think they'll need to bring in cover um, I keep saying that I think the first job for Celtic Get the players out They don't want to be there Start the rebuilding It's it's a sort of a It's a strange window just now for Celtic Because you don't want to go out there and invest into players When there's a question mark hanging hanging over the, the manager just now Present manager There may be a change in management We don't know that yet um, So I think they need to start getting players out Now me personally I would definitely look to bring players in, but it would be in the loan system from now until the end of the season. Stephen O'Donnell's a, a Scotland international and get the opportunity to do that with Motherwell to come in in a short term. But I think that I like Stephen O'Donnell. I think some of his best games have been with Scotland, uh, as is Gallagher at Motherwell. Um, but I don't think just now that's going to excite the Celtic fans. I think they're looking for something else. Roger um, Listen He's a good player As you say A lot of his better games Have been for Scotland With better players It'll be interesting to see Just exactly what Celtic do Because quite often They have Fallen back on the loan market Just look at the squad Just now Duffy, Laxal, El Yunusi, All in on loan Wouldn't surprise me at all If it was You know A right back from The English Premiership The English Championship Coming in but You know Between now and next Monday I mean, Frank, I'm looking, I'm looking on, on Twitter, Frank, at the general reaction to Jeremy Frimpong And the, the conclusion I'm jumping to here is that this just underlines that the results are always the most important thing at a football club Because if you were to move on Jeremy Frimpong when Celtic were 20 points clear For the type of money that we're talking, I feel like it would be met with Widespread congratulations to the club For a great piece of business He's not even necessarily one of our main men He's very young We've not seen the best of him And we go and get that money But because of everything else that's going on I'm seeing comments You know speculating about Well why does he want to leave What does that say about what's going on at the moment And and then a lot of it kind of reflecting on Neil Lennon as well So I feel like everything that Celtic do at the moment Is is overshadowed by by where they're at as a, as a football team yeah, don't fall out with that And it's I think If you were in Jeremy's shoes He's He's what we're seeing He's on He's on the pitch And he's at training And I think his fans Were, were as frustrated As we've been in 20 odd years So uh, And I, There's a question I've always asked A lot of my My far, uh, fellow fans That stuck by Neil Lennon months ago Who all now don't Ironically Tell me one player Who's actually progressed And been better coached With Neil Lennon And I don't think Frim Paul has um, I, I think he's got a lot Left in the locker, and he's probably a bit disillusioned. Listen, he's got no affiliation to Celtic, and he's one of these ambitious guys. And he, he goes, I get your point about for 20 points clear. If you flip it to Celtic or Rangers, but you look at Rangers right back, he's, he's, his value will be way more than that. And that's because he's playing good, he's adding to the team, he's adding lots of value. He scored, I don't know, nearly 20 goals and probably 15 assists. I think Frimpom scored one and assisted in about two. So that's why I think when you're playing in a team that's not doing well to get 12 million, it's actually quite good. But the point I had for, for uh, Roger is probably added in to, to what you, you've just been talking about and I've just been saying. There is a lot of negativity around the club, obviously. And I don't want to add to it, but it's just an observation from a very honest fan here. I don't know, Roger, if you've seen Neil Lennon's full press conference or if you were at it, obviously, um, remotely. I thought it was absolutely appalling. It was one of the most negative press conferences I've ever seen. I thought his body language was so defensive, at times bordering on arrogant. And the fans forum asked a couple of questions 
right at the end of it, and I don't know if you've seen it, there's, there's one where they were asking about this overhaul from top to bottom, and there was this long pause, and Neil kind of pulled over to one side and went and got a bottle of water. To me, it was just absolutely shocking the way he treated the fans forum member that was asking the question. And then he followed up saying, we're actually in decent forum and there's mitigating circumstances. It was it was as embarrassing a Celtic manager's press conference that I've seen since Kerry Douglas done one in Birds 25 years ago. I don't know if you've seen it and what your views on it, I, Roger. I, I, I didn't see one of my colleagues was at it. And I do remember Kenny Douglas in Birds Bar and, and poor Hugh Keevans getting... <laughs> Uh, having to stand outside after being put out the Celtic right, supporters right, club so the week I've before, wanted to chuck him out here many times. L- l- listen, it must be difficult for Neil at the minute because um, you know he's either accused of negativity or if he comes in with a smile on his face and tries to be positive, people will say, "What's he got to smile about?" Um, the one thing I will say in, in, in his defence is he does always front up. He does always come to the press conferences and, and ask the que- answer the questions. Um, there was an awful lot of questions to be answered. You know, I was, I was fascinated how long he stood in the snow in Livingston last Wednesday night, speaking to Alison Conroy, speaking to the newspapers, speaking to the other broadcast outlets, and and answering all the questions. And it would have been easy. Just to say, listen boys, girls, it's snowing here I need to get back in the bus, we need to get back up the road But he does front up um, I tend to agree with you Frank That Neil Lennon's tenure as Celtic manager Is probably going to stretch no longer than the summer But, uh, you know, he's How do you think he sounded though on the Jeremy Frimpong topic then? I think he sounded what's the, what, what would I say? I, I think he sounded disappointed that it had come to this I think, and it's like, well, you know, you talk about people, you can only give people a chance. Celtic took a bit of a gamble on Jeremy Frimpong and they gave him the opportunity. And, you know, only 16 months in, he wants out and wants to go and do something else. Um, and I think, listen, that's up to the lad, but I think Celtic and Neil will probably feel that he maybe owed them a wee bit more back than he's giving them. All right, Frank, thank you. 01419511025. Every night on this show, lots of people will tweet in or call in and say, I want this guy to be the next Celtic manager or that guy to be the next manager. Neil Lennon's not happy that other people are being mentioned in connection with his job. I'll play you that part of the interview next. You are the voice of Scottish football. Call 01419511025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard Roger Hanna and Gordon DL are here It's 0141-951-1025 to join in And you can tweet us as well At Clyde SSB We're about to hear in the not too distant future From Rangers manager Stephen Gerrard But lots coming in on Jeremy Frimpong's Imminent move to Bayer Leverkusen Let's bring in Brendan from Greenfield And see what his take on it is Hi Brendan Hi guys, how are we all doing? Not bad at all What do you make of that then? Good business or... Um, I'm I'm delighted with it. Um, you know he's been at the club sixteen months. I don't think he can defend. Um, I don't think he can. He's he's, he's a right back. He's he's no good at a, a back post. You know for a corner coming in, he's his final ball lets him down. And I wish the guy luck. Wish him all the best in the world. But if you don't want to play for my club, away you go. Not interested. Take the money and we move on. I'm happy with it. Well, I, I hope the Bayern Leverkusen head coach isn't listening to the show tonight Because he'll be trying to pull the plug in the deal after that uh, glowing testimonial Listen, the, the lad is what he is He's a young up-and-coming right-back um, I tend to agree with you I think for the money, 
Celtic are getting It's actually not a bad deal for Celtic um, And it's now up to him to go Remember Leverkusen are a decent team You know, remember playing Rangers just before lockdown And then again when, when they came out of the first lockdown In last year's Europa League Good team, always high up in the Bundesliga um, So it will be a challenge for Jeremy Frimpong to go And all those shortcomings in, the ga- in his game that you discussed there He'll need to improve them all if he's going to make an impact playing at that level week in, week out with Leverkusen. R- Roger, you've got to say the club's bought potential uh, because the caller's right there. He's got a lot of faults in his game. He's a young lad. If you look at his career, he's not played, you know, lots and lots of first-team football. Uh, when I come on the scene at first at Celtic, I thought it was a, a, a breath of fresh air. I thought just the way he went about his business, you know, a smile on his face, the energy, the passion he had, um, you know, some of the games he was absolutely brilliant in. But he has got his faults. Defensively, you know, going forward, we mm. spoke about him and we spoke about it before we come into the office there when, you know, when they played Rangers and the amount of times he got into good areas on the right-hand side, his delivery was poor. Uh, Leverkusen will know that. But they've thought, right, okay, here's a young lad that we can develop and uh, it has potential that we've invested in. So does that make it good business from Celtic's point of view then? Because if we were having a discussion tonight Mm. about a Celtic player that all the fans absolutely loved and were convinced was brilliant and had very few faults and was the key to them going forward, you, you then might have a bit of a debate. But Brendan's telling us, you're telling us, you think he's got a long way to go anyway. So if you were to match that up with the type of yeah, fee that we're talking about But you can you can flip it Gordon and say well if you got a, a manager that would work with him and coach him and help him and he learns by experience learns by playing a lot so of get, first team get games, better. you get better it adds on to your value but everyone knows see if a player doesn't want to be at your club but I think the modern day now there's a lot of players like that there's no loyalty loyalty playing for a jersey like years and years ago that's finished it's, it's all about what the player wants to do if he sees uh, you know a different country to go and learn his trade keep going back to it short career he's entitled to make decisions um, but I just feel mm. that if he wants to go it doesn't matter what you say to him doesn't matter how much money you offer him He's better out the club And if someone had said 16 months ago When he came in as an unknown For £300,000 In 16 months time You'll sell this guy To buy a Leverkusen For a deal that could reach £11 million Every Celtic fan Would have agreed to that Mm. Uh, Yeah Brendan Particularly because he's not Like many of his teammates To be fair Because he's not enjoyed Great form this season Is that what makes it Even more Encouraging Surprising I don't know Whatever word you would use well, I, I, as I say, I, I want to go back on my point. As I say a wee bit, that I don't, I don't wish the guy any ill will. You know, as I say, listen, he's, he's moving on, and that's fine. He doesn't want to be there. He, he, we let him go. We, there's no point in keeping him. Now there was a caller on um, before Christmas. I can't remember who was on the panel that night. It may, may well have been Gordon, and um, was on the panel that night. But the caller in quite, uh, said, said at the time that he'd heard a rumor that I think it was Roma he mentioned were, were bidding thirteen million. And whoever was on the panel scoffed at that and says, there's no way to get that kind of money for him. And if we're going to get that kind of it's a fantastic deal. It's an absolute no-brainer, you know, so. Yeah. So I wish the guy all the best. I thank him for what he's done for us. But if you don't want to be there, 
It's time to go I don't know if this is symptomatic Brendan of everything else That's going on at Celtic at the moment And the deficit And the, the fans feeling towards the club All the tweets I'm receiving Seem to have a wee dig in there as well Right you're calling it a good bit of business Take Paul for instance He's just tweeted me to say Great profit I liked him But he's too small and lightweight For a right back in Scottish football However Watch him go to Leverkusen And become a star Under proper coaching And I, I'm seeing a lot of that Is that Is that fair Or, or is that unfair From Paul and the likes on Twitter Listen, uh, it's a different. There's been, you know, there's been many a players went to a club. It hasn't worked. You know, Chelsea signed a young guy, probably for a lot of money. They signed a young guy maybe seven or eight years ago, and then sold him on as a flop. He's now absolutely running a riot in the English Premier League. Kevin De Bruyne. You know, he was he was considered a flop when this when Chelsea signed him as a young guy. It happens. Jeremy Frimpong may may go may go on and go to somebody else and end up in EPL for. Fifty million pounds, and again, I wish the guy all the luck. I'm only interested in people who want to play for Celtic Football Club. That's all I'm interested in. And if you don't want to be there, thanks very much. Time to go. Okay, thank you very much to Brendan in Greenfield. Let's hear a bit more from Neil Lennon because speculation about his own future continues. A number of names linked to the job. You'll have heard them: Benitez, Eddie Howe, Roy Keane, Frank Lampard. Neil Lennon says that in itself is wrong. Well, I speak to Peter more or less every day on a. You know about you know club duties about the team about you know the transfer window. So you know I'm just carrying on as normal. It's highly disrespectful, uh, but you know a lot of uh, managers go through the same things. I don't think it's right. I don't think there's um, any foundation to it either. So we just ignore it. What do you make of that Roger? I feel like every time a managerial position is talked about on the show in the past over the last couple of years I've always tried to caveat it with well hold on a minute so, someone's in the, in the job that's someone's job that you're speculating over um, should we be talking about replacements when someone's in that job this one it just feels a bit different because it's, it's the Celtic fans that are driving it night after night after night for months now we're getting calls saying that, that this guy shouldn't um, be the Celtic manager anymore So it, it seems like a difficult balance Yeah listen I can understand why you're uncomfortable Ordinarily um, I think this is the modern world we live in um, When so many people Are spending so much money At the bookies Betting on who's going to be the next manager Not just the next manager of Celtic You know you look Frank Lampard Out one day And immediately You know you, you know the identity of his successor at Chelsea So that is just the way Modern day management works um, People will find it distasteful But I think most of the managers who go in Go in with their eyes open To all the low points as well as all the high points And I'm sure Thomas Tuchel Who has been confirmed by Chelsea In the last few minutes Will go into Stamford Bridge Knowing well and good Chelsea's record with managers And knowing well and good that Everything in the garden's rosy tonight But if it doesn't get it going very quickly He'll go the same way as Frank Lampard Alright let's bring in James in Manchester And get his take on things Hi James Hi there Chris I'm a I'm a, I'm a mad passionate Celtic fan right I've been Been a Celtic fan For about 40 years Because this season I am totally shocked Shocked about Celtic Have the chance To make history What they've done Bottled it Why Why then Have they bottled it Also as well Celtic needed a goalkeeper, right? Right. What did Celtic do? Go out and spend five million on a great, great English goalkeeper. Nobody's ever heard of. 
and then kiss it. But we could have got Joe Hart for free. Joe Hart, English national national goalkeeper, mm-hmm. could have got for nothing. And then as well, you winning, cracking footballer. But right, years and years ago, you winning, walked out in Celtic, saying, saying he's he taking his, as far as he can. And then what what, what did Celtic do then? As soon as pregnant wives bring back new winning, downfall started then. See when Brendan left, Celtic should have went for the same same calibre of manager as Brendan Rodgers. Because just think he's proved a point, Brendan can win 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 trophies, although then it's just in Scotland. Yeah, I mean, Gordon, this, a lot of this is now just it's still coming back yeah. to Neil Lennon. And, he, you know, he is speaking today saying it's wrong that other names are being linked with the job. I can't help but feel there's an inevitability about it. Every single night for weeks, Celtic fans will pick up the phone and, and say that they won't change. Yeah, Neil knows that's part and parcel of the job, Gordon. Especially when things aren't going right. Especially when the supporters have turned against you. The caller makes a lot of points here now. He's saying, well, when Brendan Rodgers left, we should have went and got X, Y and Z in there. But there's not, there weren't a lot of Brendan Rodgers sitting out there waiting to take the Celtic job, first and foremost. On the goalkeeping situation... They tried their best to get Fraser Foster. The problem with Fraser Foster was he didn't want to come. You know, as much as people say, well, they wouldn't pay the money for John McGinn's, they wouldn't pay the money for this. They went out and bought a goalkeeper at five million quid. Now, to be fair to them, you never know what like that player's going to be, whether it's 50 quid or five million quid. When he comes into the club, how he takes to a new country, how he takes to new style of football. Yeah, but you do, you do it unbelievable. You should be doing unbelievable amounts of work to make sure well, that the God, risk of getting it wrong God, is minimized. Right, right you, yes, but have yeah. a look. Have a look at Duffy then. If anybody come on this show when Duffy was signed from Brighton to Celtic on loan, and when did did they come on and go? Oh, that is the worst piece of business. Everybody applauded it. Well, I'm going to I'm going to get. I'm going gonna... to get myself into football recruitment then. So if you get them wrong, it's not your fault. It's the guy who came. That sounds brilliant. No, I think it's a bit. Of, I think it's a bit of both. Not both according to you, to, you're saying to... you can never tell how they're going to turn out. Well, you paid a lot of money to try and be able to tell how they'll turn out. That's yeah, the but, point. But you can you can put it's quite pay... literally the job description. Right. Okay. But you can tick all the boxes, Gordon. I think I think Shane Duffy. At Brighton we've got to admit Ticked all the boxes to come And easily play in the Scottish Premier League With Celtic But when he went on the pitch for some reason I don't think it was the same Shane Duffy I think he missed the flight Somebody else uh, caught it And Barkas has been the same Now they would have went over there Done their business Whether the 5 million was worth paying Well obviously not now Because everybody's saying They disagree with the signing But I sometimes I think there's a bit of both in there You've got to even it up you can't just say right. players okay. take a bit of the blame Of course right. you do okay. uh, Thank you very much James in Manchester Let's squeeze one more in Well we can Stephen is in Coat Bridge What have you got for us Stephen? Evening guys how are you doing? Good how are you? Not bad It's just to talk about Rangers How well they've done this season mm-hmm. The fear they've put into Teams coming and playing against them We don't need to listen to any small factor Across the water Stevie Wonder could have seen that implosion coming We just need to talk about How well Rangers are doing how they fear they're putting into teams. Nobody wants to play Rangers the way they're attacking, the players they've brought in. That's the reason Celtic have got six, seven players want to leave the team. Rangers have got better and better every year. And they're now showing where they're going, what they're doing, and successfully winning this league by a country mile this season. 
I just want to know your points in this guy so, so what do you mean You mean when you talk about players leaving You think Frimpong wants to leave Because Rangers have got better I think there's half a dozen players there Saying listen Rangers are storming away with this I can see this going further with Rangers Rangers are going to go on a, on a run here I think the players are thinking now Listen our time's up We're not getting any more silverware Rangers have got it in the bag I think, I think there is an end of an era feel about this Celtic team Stephen um, I mentioned a couple of weeks ago In the show If you remember When Rangers Chased 10 in a row In the late 90s And, and didn't get it either You know That team Just, just disappeared You know And it, would, it was an enormous change That summer And I think there'll be An enormous change At Celtic this summer But to, to go back To the original point You cannot Find fault With The way Rangers Have played this season um, The numbers Are Terrific um, I think it was last week We said in the show That you know A couple of the boys Tipped Rangers at the start of the season The majority of the boys tipped Celtic for the title at the start of the season What nobody tipped was that By this date in January Rangers would be 23 points clear They'd have won every league game at home Including an 8-0 and a 5-0 at the weekend there um, They would only have dropped 6 points They would only have conceded 7 goals The numbers are phenomenal and Roger, you Roger have to you've, got, you've, yeah. got, you've got to say Roger Sorry, their, their planning's been Absolutely brilliant from last season You look at their recruitment It was done early You know they, their team in there nice and settled Done early You look at the January window now Already they're looking to the summer Of adding two or three players with the, Obviously with the thoughts of two or three Going out as well We're talking about Celtic just now Their recruitment in this, the last summer Was abysmal we're looking at January and there's nothing there for the Celtic fans to get excited about for, apart from the fact that they're getting a few quid in for mm. a young player from Pong leaving the club. So the difference there is their planning's been a lot better yeah. this season. I'm just looking at the timing of it all though, Stephen, because yeah, Frimpong's is today, but remember Neil Lennon spoke about players wanting to leave at the Ferenc Varos game, which was the 26th of August. Now, w- w- would that not be would that not be a bit before they knew that, that Rangers were good this season So I wonder about that theory of Celtic players All wanting to leave Because Rangers got good Like I say Neil Lennon told us They wanted to leave way back in August I, I understand what you're saying But look at what Rangers have done Every season they've got better They've got better again This year They've just been phenomenal The buys have been outstanding The players have raised their game Just I, I can only see them carrying on more and more um, And that's the way it's been going They're, they're Firing all cylinders Every player Is staying up to the plate And they're delivering oh, We wouldn't, wouldn't argue with any of that Roger I no, think that, that, yeah, that's for sure can. I'm talking about this This link between Jeremy Frimpong Wanting to go to The Bundesliga And The fact that the you know, Rangers have improved um, Listen I don't know if, there is a, if there's a Definite link there What, what I do think there is, is In teams Always Are at different stages Of their evolution And Daz is right Rangers are at a really advanced stage of this team's evolution to the extent that not only is the team settled and the squad settled, but they're in that great position where they can go and cherry pick young players and sign them and not necessarily have to put them into the team, you know, not even necessarily bring them to the club in this window. Set up guys who are going to come next summer and then, you know, ease them into the first 11. And you know, after future windows, etc., it's a great position to be in. Celtic are at the complete opposite end. This team, the team that won nine in a row, the team that won the quadruple treble, is now just 
basically, you know, disintegrating is maybe not the ideal world, but it's ideal world. But it's it's come to the end of its sort of life cycle, mm. if you like. Frimpong is just going to be the first of, I think, an awful lot of players who won't still be at Celtic Park at the start of next season. All right, thank you to Stephen. We'll hear from Neil uh, Stephen Gerrard, I should say, after these. This is Scottish football's league leader Clyde One Super Scoreboard Roger Hanna and Gordon Diel are here It's 0141-951-1025 If you'd like to join in Let's hear from Stephen Gerrard He is challenging his youth players To make all the right moves To break into the first team After a new contract yesterday He thinks Nathan Patterson Will become a first team regular If he continues his progress Nathan's been fantastic His level of training's been superb I like his temperament I love his profile There's a lot more to come from Nathan And I have no doubt That if he keeps doing what he's doing He can become a regular for his first team We have to be patient with that He's still very young He's obviously competing in an area of the team Where our captain's been so consistent as well But the pleasing thing for me is James has really gone out of his way To take Nathan under his wing And help him and support him And that's the way we want it to be We need uh, two good players in every position Uh, In terms of the other players Looking a little bit wider than that We want to have local academy players who make the grade and and step up and push for a first team place. I want that more than anyone else because I've come through an academy system myself. But the level of this team has grown and and moved forward uh, since we've come into where we are now. So the challenge has become even more tougher for these players. So they've got to go above and beyond and be obsessed with getting better and, and pushing. And the ball's in their court. If they're good enough and they work hard and they sacrifice enough, they will be given opportunities. And then it's up to them whether they take them and prove that they're good enough to be in this first team. Stephen Gerrard also says he is excited to see Scott Wright sign his pre-contract uh, with the club. He says bringing him in in January could still be a possibility. The Rangers boss also hopes to have more transfer news in the coming days, uh, including that pair from Bournemouth we told you about last week. Well, we're not in control of, of that. We're really pleased and delighted to get Scott signed up and we're really looking forward to welcoming him with open arms come the summer. He's a really good player. He's at a good age. Aberdeen have done a fantastic job. So is Derek in terms of his developments and where he's at. And we're hoping to keep pushing in that direction when he joins us in the summer. It's something we're really looking forward to in terms of working with him. It'd be a bonus if we could get it done now for me, but we don't control that. That's Aberdeen's. That's in Aberdeen's control and, and we respect that. Um, there's no other news in terms of ins or outs right now where I'm sitting. We're hoping to have some more news in the coming days with certain situations that we've been looking into, but at the moment, right now, I can't really give you any more on that. Offerbor and Simpson would be the two from Bournemouth Roger that we spoke about last week. There's this Scott Wright scenario. Will that be sped up in the next couple of days? And of course, Nathan Patterson, new contract. Yeah, I would imagine Scott Wright would be a Rangers player probably before the window closes next Monday night. Um, They've still a bit of work to do in terms of the payment structure for the Ross McCrory deal is it, is it daft to think that maybe some money could be knocked off the Ross McCrory deal and that could facilitate Scott Wright coming now um, I believe the two Bournemouth lads Jack Simpson and Namdi Offobor will both be Rangers players probably in the summer I don't think there's any need or any desire to, to rush those deals through I was, I was really interested though listening to Stephen Gerrard talking about his desire for local academy players to make the breakthrough now he mm. speaks as Someone who was a local academy player at Liverpool many, many years ago So, you know, he values that pathway to success, if you like And and I'll take you back a year or two There was one Stephen Gerrard press conference where Really out of the blue 
he almost issued a sort of warning or you know laid down the law almost to the players coming through at Rangers the young players and it was a great speech about the need for the cert, you know, certain attributes that were needed, not just you know physical attributes, not just uh, technique things like that, to come through with guys to come through with the right attitude, to be humble, to be respectful, to you know earn their place, and I think that's some of the qualities that he likes most in Nathan Patterson coming through. I think he likes the way Nathan Patterson carries himself and the way he has responded to. The work that everyone's put in with him Let's bring in Ronnie Who is a Rangers fan from Carluke Hi Ronnie How you doing panel? Not I'd like to point across to Gordon Yell please Go for it Gordon, see the last couple of weeks A lot of Celtic fans have come on And wanted Lennon out But what makes the Celtic fans think That any other manager would have won the league To make the so-called tender row I mean, you could get Julier, Guardiola, Rodgers, Van Gaal, Marino, Klopp, anybody. I just don't think they would have beat Rangers anyway with any of them. Yeah, I, th- I think that would be uh, the point of view of most Rangers supporters, the way Rangers went about their business. As much as Celtic have you know, had their problems and been poor on the pitch, you can't take anything away from the way Rangers have went about their business from day one. They've been absolutely brilliant. Um, even when they've been below par, and I watched their game against Motherwell at Fir Park uh, last week, and it looked like Motherwell could be the first team to beat them in the league this season. And they just find a way. And I just like the way the manager's speaking just now. I, I liked his press conference about, you know, the door's still open to younger players. That's encouraging. Because Stephen Gerrard came through that the ranks. He knows how difficult it is. He's seen all the stu- superstars at Liverpool and they had to work very hard. He's looking for his younger players to do that. But look, as much as Celtic have been really poor, I think everything must go Rangers this season have been absolutely terrific Yeah but to be fair though Ronnie on that logic then is that not a bit like a couple of years ago me saying to you Ronnie why why, why do you want to change Pedro Cachinha Brendan Rodgers Celtic side will win the league anyway why bother changing your manager how's that different? Well that was about six or seven in a row at that area and we couldn't keep uh, Cachinha on any longer because it would have been worse and worse so, right, but, but, the, but that's my point. The Celtic fans feel, rightly or wrongly, but the Celtic fans feel that they can't keep Neil Lennon on because they don't want things to get worse. So I, I'm just I'm curious how you think that because Rangers have been very good anyway, Celtic would just sit back and say, "Ah, well, no point changing the manager because Neil Lennon can't do it. No one else would stop them. Let's let's just sit back and watch." I just think no matter who they had uh, picking the team or doing the same, I just think Rangers have been too much for them this year. Celtic just. No, been the same team as last year, four years, maybe they're blowing through their backsides or whatever, but Rangers will pump up them left, right and centre. And the way they've come across, and the way that Gerard's just come across with his interview they knew there, it's just it's, it's night and day between Rangers and Celtic at the moment. Yeah, that, that's what I'm saying, Roger. Maybe, maybe that is the case, but if you're Celtic and you are looking after your own affairs, you're not just going to say, ah, well, nothing we could have done about that. No, listen, you're absolutely right. I just was going to ask you, is it... Brendan Rodgers' birthday today. I think, I think I saw something on social media earlier on. <laughs> I think it, it, many, it did, many I did notice. Many I did notice tongues. that earlier on. Um, yeah, I don't really know where to take that, Gordon. I feel like anything that goes on Celtic's Twitter at the moment is just yeah. met with yeah. a barrage, and, and and then that in particular didn't didn't go down well. Well, I'm not on Twitter. I only found out tonight we use guys talking <laughs> not, about not it. Not since you were outed, you're not. No, no, exactly. My my, my Twitter account's been shut down, but. Uh, 
Like every Rangers fan will, will be feeling the same way. They've looked at the way their sides operate, and that's all you can do. And the manager's the same. Steven Gerrard doesn't bother about what's happening over at Celtic Park. He's got to concentrate and getting things right at Ibrox. And so far this season, you've got to say he's got every single thing mm. spot on, apart from one blip, and that was the League Cup, where I thought. It was a terrific opportunity to get the first silverware on the board. So just before we move on, thank you very much to Ronnie. It's time for Beat the Pundit, but out of curiosity, were you out walking last night, part of the hip rehab? Yeah, why? Because, uh... What is it with these people? No, no, listen, there's this quite a good story, right? So Anne, Anne has been in touch, right? And it turns out Anne was out walking as well, right? Just by the by. And she happened to be telling her walking partner all about the United States of Arab. She thought it was a really funny story And she was telling her walking partner all about it Then she realised You were walking just in front of her And she was terrified that you heard But I'm assuming you didn't No I didn't No, no, I did, right. no, no. Well done Anne She yeah. stopped and said hello Quite ignorant that Anne. Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun For the best football news and opinion online Thescottishsun.co.uk Slash football Plenty of time for more of your calls in the second hour Let's play Beat the Pundit 0141-951-1025 You come on, you embarrass Gordon Diel or Roger Hanna And you walk away with a signed ball What an incentive that is for your Tuesday night You do have to be quick though Because the lines close at 7 Beat the Pundit is next Tackle the headlines 0141-951-1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Roger Hanna and Gordon DL are here We kicked off the first hour hearing from Neil Lennon Big news coming out of Celtic today And that is that Jeremy Frimpong Is set to sign for Bayer Leverkusen So keep your thoughts coming in on that please We heard from Stephen Gerrard about his Planning for the future Lots more to come What about that David Martindale story Lots of you were very interested in it last night Waiting on the decision from the Scottish FA today Well it's gone in his favour He's passed his fit and proper person test And he's good to carry on as the Livingston manager So we'll hear from him very soon But let's do this first Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun For the best football news and opinion online Thescottishsun.co.uk Slash football Right, be the pundit time But I'm a bit worried I must admit Because see this Black Arthur guy That I keep telling you about That's set up the Twitter account <laughs> I think we're going to need to put him on the payroll Because he's doing some amount of work in the background And saving me the bother Saving producer Callum the bother He's got the table all set out for, for the year And he reliably informs me That it's 10-6 to the pundits Since the turn of the year So the start of 2021 mm-hmm. 10 victories for the pundits 6 for the punters he says He's even broken it down He's got percentage uh, of correct answers He's got total questions He's got all sorts of win percentages for you lot Halliday, Wilson, Ray, Guidi They've all got 100% records at the moment Hardly play fair, uh, Ray's played 3 times Won them all Has Would he? you believe yeah um, needless to say You're languishing You've played 3-1-1 one, one oh. Since the turn of the year So we'll need to see What we've got tonight Right Jamie Is just along the road In Clyde Bank How's it going Jamie? Hi there guys How are you? Not bad at all And I understand Jamie You've been shamed into this By your two youngsters Is that right? Hi uh, My two younger ones um, Lucas and Lyle They listen into every night So they're kind of Wanting me to go on it Just to see how I got on oh, nothing, <laughs> nothing worse I'm going to feel it extra bad now Gordon If he embarrasses himself Lucas no, and Lyle I'll be able to look at him again uh, Right anyway Let's toss the coin If it's heads It's Roger Hanna And if it's tails It is Gordon DL Oh it is It's tails It's DL He's 33% win record In 2021 Ooh. It's on the line I think if, you, if you've got any any um, Anything about you You'll 
You'll lie down to Jamie So that Lucas and Lyle Can be proud of their old man oh, I no? think Jamie will be fine In that department Don't worry right, about it Right I'm going to give you Something else to listen to Give me the thumbs up No No Okay How do we make Gordon DL disappear ah, ah. See, oh, Do you know what He's a man of great integrity Roger Because he's, he's in a He's in a separate studio At the moment He could He could have just Pretended that he couldn't hear me anymore uh, Good job Producer Callum's away To sort him out Right Jamie 30 seconds on the clock You're head to head with Gordon And you can pass Are you ready? Yep I'm ready Let's go 30 seconds starts now Celtic signed Greg Taylor From which Scottish team? Kilmarnock The Red Bulls And an American football team Based where? Chicago The Kilmack Stadium Is home of which Scottish Championship side? Community South Which defender signed A new contract With Rangers yesterday? Callum Patterson Name either player To score a Scottish Top flight hat trick This season Pass Which Scottish League 2 team Does Davey Irons manage Oh Pass Okay let's bring Gordon Deal back Gordon uh, Can you hear us Got his loud and clear Yes I think he does He's Yeah I'm back, I'm yep, back Great I'm back. okay alright I heard you the first time Same set of questions to you You ready Yep Celtic signed Greg Taylor From which Scottish Come team Come on the Red Bulls are an American football team based where? Uh, New York. The Kilmack Stadium is the home of which Scottish Championship side? Kilmack? Uh, pass. Which defender signed a new contract with Rangers yesterday? Patterson. Name either player to score a Scottish top flight hat trick this season. Um, either player, Tavernier. <laughs> Which Scottish League Two side does Davey Irons manage? Stenhouse Muir. Okay, okay, okay I, My hat trick one wasn't good, was it? No, it was not Jamie, how do you think that went? <laughs> I think that was bad But I think he may have just been a slightly worse Oh, I wouldn't be so sure Let's find oh, out oh. <laughs> Jamie Celtic <laughs> Tell the kids to turn up, Jamie <laughs> yeah, Put Lucas and Lyle to their bed You've got two minutes Before <laughs> I break the news to them, right? Jamie No, on a serious note though, right? I do, I've got sympathy for Jamie Because I've never seen someone Hit the post so spectacularly On Beat the Pundit Celtic signed Greg Taylor from Kilmarnock You both got it The Red Bulls Are an American team based in which state You just heard Bulls Jamie You ignored everything else And it's not Chicago Because that's the basketball team It's the New York Red Bulls So Gordon Mm -hmm. moves 2-1 in front The Kilmack (laughs) Stadium Roger Hanna Dundee Dundee It's the the, the new name if you like For for Dens Again He's hit the woodwork once Jamie it's Nathan Patterson Not Callum I can't give you it I'm afraid Get <laughs> <laughs> the kids to bed No but listen Jamie's a Rangers season ticket holder <laughs> But he just did that thing Where it's the first name That comes to your head Oh the kids are lies No my father Oh listen This is like when I said The 21th of January Last week Sometimes you just Verbal oh. diarrhea You can't control it So is that Is that 3-1 to you Gordon? 3-1 oh, Breaks my heart Jamie cut off Name either player to score a top flight hat trick this season. Now, listen, Tavernier's the top scorer, so I see where you're going. Nesbitt but was one. yeah, I thought you'd have gone for a striker because yeah. it's a hat trick. Nesbitt or Edward. So yeah. none of you got it. Davy Irons is Stenhouse Muir, so I think it was a four-one. Davy, absolutely gob. no, no, you were right to begin. It was close. <laughs> you're, in, you're in Clyde Bank, and so are we. <laughs> That's about as close as you're getting, boy. We're back. I need to get my mummy phone in next time. <laughs> I think you should. Right. Tell Lucas and Lyle we're sorry, Jamie. We'll have uh, you back on I, to make up for it. That's uh, alright. Thanks very much. Good man. Right. That was Jamie. Jamie I'm lucky. Bank. Good job, Lucas and Lyle are off school tomorrow. Eh? The, oh. the shame, the embarrassment. By the way, they're going like that. We actually set him up. We told him to go on. Look him. Let's date him. <laughs>
Oh dear me And you know the thing is he, His gag about the closest he got Was being in Clyde Bank That was actually not bad for him. Uh, not, I yeah, quite enjoyed yeah. that uh-huh. Yeah right, There we go Gordon you've, you've climbed up Black Arthur's table Get Black Arthur on And Thursday Yeah Thursday To see where I am now And do you know what Black Arthur has tweeted again He's prolific He says I do it for the love Of shaming the Dazzler He says <laughs> I'll not be happy tonight uh, No shame tonight Right we're going to hear From David Martindale Very soon Because that's been Quite a story In the last few days I'm Waiting to find out If he would be passed As a fit and proper person By the Scottish FA Well we're going to hear His reaction To that decision If you've got any thoughts Now is the time To share them Let's bring in Ryan though Who's a Celtic fan from Bears Den? Ryan, Jeremy Frimpong, your thoughts? Yeah, what it is, guys. Even I'd just like to to point out that I mean I'm I'm disappointed by what's happening with Frimpong. I don't blame him for leaving. Um, I can totally understand why he wants to leave, and it's great money we're making. I understand that some of the end product hasn't been there, but but I would like to ask what. what no one's realised the trouble that Celtic fans have put upon this team, the pressure that the fans have put this team under. Is it not a wonder that this boy wants away? I'm surprised he's the first to go. I know others do, but this man, is, this boy is leaving because of the situation he's been put into. Can, can, can you say, tell me what you think of that? But just let me test the theory, Ryan. What makes you so confident, though? Because under any circumstances, a, a big money move to the Bundesliga and Bayer Leverkusen... Would be pretty attractive So I wonder if You might be right I don't know if you are or not But is there a danger That we're putting two and two together With that sort of conclusion Based on his performances this year I'm surprised that The, the Bundesliga's um, Come after him Any team in the Bundesliga's Come after him He has a, an exciting prospect I, I just don't think that He showed that much That mm. somebody Has come in to offer That kind of money I'm surprised Celtic's getting that And I'm glad It goes with my wishes but the, the fact, as I say, is that boy was so enthusiastic about being at Celtic. He showed how much he wanted to be there. Why has it changed? It's not Neil Lennon's fault. I don't blame Neil Lennon. I'm a Neil Lennon fan. I think he's been put under pressure from up above. I, 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 don't, I, I just can't see why people aren't picking up on the reasons why Frimpong's saying, I don't want to be here. I've made my decision. I'm going. It was made weeks ago. I don't even think he was one of the ones Neil Lennon alluded to back a few months ago is when it, he made his point. Is it not just? Is it not just down Gordon to? Now, one thing I am the same. I've I was very surprised when I heard the news. I've got to say I didn't think he was ready for that sort of move. But is it not just down to the fact that if you get that opportunity, because there's one or two players. Went to Germany You know it's played Like say Paul Lambert for instance That um, played with Celtic for all those years In Motherwell And went over to Germany You had Murdo McLeod You had um, Alan McAnally's And everyone talks about The education And everything you get over there And learning the game And learning new ways It might just have been a case of that Plus the fact the, The salary might be a bit bigger as well So I can understand that But I wouldn't just not Throw all the fault at Celtic's door Because of what's happened this season You can understand the question though Roger Because Ryan's right Jeremy Frimpong always gave off the impression That he was extremely enthusiastic to be a Celtic player And, and loved it loved it. And Neil Lennon saying that this isn't a new thing This was this no, has been no, going on for weeks and no, weeks That he, I, want, he, he, made, yeah. he made it clear that he wanted a way So that Celtic fans are entitled to ask what changed I, I said at the top of the show When he first came into the team You were overwhelmed by his enthusiasm His effervescence if you like that, That's that been gone for some considerable time And why? That's what Ryan's asking Yeah um, What would your take on that be? I, I don't know do, do, do people get in his ear? Do people say There's a more lucrative offer for you elsewhere? You can go to another club <laughs> Um 
Listen, could, could lockdown be something to do with it? These are lads, you know, one of the callers said earlier on, he's not a Celtic lad. No, no he isn't. Um, he's a lad from the Netherlands who spent a lot of his earlier years in England. He's now stuck up here. Um, is he lonely? Is he not enjoying life in Scotland? You, you need to remember a lot of the last 12 months has been spent not playing football for a lot of these guys, Gordon, for various reasons. So there could be all manner and you, of and, reasons. And you never know, Roger, he could be just having a nice casual walk and Anne behind could be talking about him, <laughs> maybe just frighten him. Listen, every possibility. I was, I was saying to Gordon during the break there, Daz, we're just really disappointed we haven't heard from our, our old pal Curious Creatures so far because <laughs> we've had an hour and a quarter of a frimpong ding-dong and he's not getting us one song tomorrow night. Where's Curious Creatures when we need him? Ryan, see if Jeremy Frimpong was swapping Celtic for... I don't know An English championship club Or somewhere particularly unfashionable I, I can kind of I feel like we would get a lot more of these questions Of That's a strange move What's making him go there? Is there something wrong at Celtic? But, but Bayer Leverkusen and the Bundesliga It's very attractive is it not? Oh, it's very attractive yeah I mean don't get us wrong I can understand clearly that I, I, 100% But I think for his agent to even be looking for that deal So early on is, it's just surprising to me. I, I think it's it's down to I think a lot of fans have to look at themselves and the way they've acted towards the team. Is, is it, and isn't that a wonder that some of these players, and, and I'm not talking about, as I say, the ones Neil Lennon alluded to, but some of them maybe went, you know what, I want out of here. This isn't the club that I want to be at with our own fans reacting like this. I mean, so this team's been a chalice around the neck this week. And everything else that's happened But I just It is an attractive offer And it goes with my best wishes I just think that It isn't a surprise to me um, That he's made that decision to go And even if it was a championship club I still think he would have took the offer and went And that's where I'm coming yeah. from will it, be the first of many, will it be the first of many then Ryan And if so Who, who else is likely to follow him? A year Edward And Nick Champ I think are set to go I see Christie going I think there's going to be major changes at Celtic. Um, I think the threat of the the boards going back up and the not season ticket renewals of pushing them into saying, well, well, let's sell players. And that's what I can see happening. I think too many of these fans have put Celtic into a position where they're going to come out fighting. I, I do, I'm on the fan side in a lot of this. I think that the, the, the board, Laurel Hammond, have to have a major look at themselves. Lennon was put into a position where he couldn't get who he wanted. Brendan Rodgers, I think, now we've found out, possibly, but I think we've found out why he's left. The John McGuinn, the, the Tooney boy down there, he's a top goal scorer. That's two seasons in a row, two players have went in in the championship. Mm. Both of them have been sensations. Both of them should have been at Celtic and we wouldn't stump up the money. Ryan, did you wish Brendan Rodgers a happy birthday earlier? It's his birthday today. I'd like to wish him a happy birthday. <laughs> I've no malice to Brendan Rogers. He's done great for Celtic. And it's the same with Neil Lennon. I'm a Neil Lennon supporter. I think the guys gave 100%. Um, my only thing is, I, 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 don't, I think maybe he knows more than us, but I'm surprised he hasn't left by now mm. just because of the situation. But I understand maybe why he's wanting to stand. And I can understand why Paul Lambert wanted to stick by him because Ali McCoy would never have been put under the same scrutiny by ex friends, players, colleagues. <laughs> That Lennon's been put under I think people have to remember What Lennon done for Celtic And that's that's mm. my take on that Just finally on, on your Sort of initial point If you like Ryan There was another part Of Neil Lennon's press conference I believe today And Roger can correct me If I've got it wrong Where he was asked Are there other players That want to leave He said yes But then said He didn't expect that To happen 
in this window. Is that right, Roger? It was something along yeah, uh, those I, lines. Ryan, what, what, what do, how do you feel hearing that? What do you read into that? I'm, I'm sick hearing that. Um, I mean, let, let's be honest, this, this hurts. This, having to, to, to make this phone call hurts. But well, at the end of the day, I think they can't let that many go because there is that many. They couldn't feel... It would be too much for them to do in this kind of environment, especially what's happening now with based the pandemic. All these other things thrown in. Yet, I think it's very, very hard to do that in mid-January to get a team together. I mean, what's attractive at Celtic just now? Maybe in the summer it might be attractive. A new manager, different things like that. Other, I think other things have to happen at Celtic. And I think a lot of fans would agree with me, but I think a lot of people. That are Celtic fans I actually have to look myself in the mirror And turn around and say Am I supporting the club By actually unsupporting the club I don't think that helps Alright Ryan and Bears then Thank you very much 01419511025 Let's hear from David Martindale He says Passing his fit and proper test Feels like the final hurdle That he needed to get over To put his past behind him The Livy manager says He's been overwhelmed By the support he's received in recent weeks I like you to be honest A wee bit away off The shoulders Like You don't need to worry about it Now you can focus on being The manager of the football club So to speak But Delighted at the SFA To be honest That's It was a wee bit I wasn't saying I was overly positive Before if I'm honest So I wasn't worried about the decision But I did think I didn't think it was going to go in my favour But I think um, Hats off to the SFA For the decision, because I, I honestly do think it's the correct decision. The different genres of people, the different demographics of society that have contacted the club, it's absolutely incredible. Yeah, I, I can't thank everybody enough, and even the media, yourselves, have been absolutely extremely positive, and it's been brilliant. There's been really no negativity, and I think that's been brilliant. It just shows you how open-minded society is becoming. But I think, from a, my own personal point of view, for 2004, right up to January 2021 It's been a long process But I feel as though I feel as though I've climbed my last wall So to speak it's, I feel as though I'm there now And people will maybe Take me at face value For who I am today Not who I was Previously What's your Hannah? Yeah listen We spoke about it earlier In the show I think there's a You know it, It's a decision That should be welcomed um, I think he has Repaid his debt To society <laughs> Um, he has been rehabilitated over a number of years He has served Livingston Football Club in a number of different roles over those years um, He's now taken over as manager And he has an unbelievable record as manager Is it uh, 11 games, mm-hmm. 9 wins, 2 draws A cup final to look forward to next month against St Johnson at Hamden And Gordon, would you bet against David Martin Dalebin at the top of those stairs lifting the Betfred Cup in the last day of February? And what chance have you got when he's through there in another studio, you are dealing with the most serious of topics and he's sneezing into <laughs> his mic because he doesn't realise that the mic is still on. I can't, well, I can't listen, turn it off in yeah. here. I don't know how to turn it don't off. Don't touch it. Leave it to me, right? <laughs> and if you need to sneeze again, I sh- just I, wave. I shatter three windows in here with that one sneeze. Not only did we hear him sneeze, but Jamie and the two boys <laughs> to beat the pundit who are 17 streets away and played okay. Right, okay, David Martindale, your thoughts. We'll get the thoughts of Scott in Shawlands after these. Taking your calls on Scottish football. 0141 951 1025. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Time for Roger Hanna and Gordon DL to put their brains together and come up with the answer to this teaser. We're going to speak to Scott in Shawlands on the topic of David Martindale, but I want to give you as much time as you can. 
on this teaser. So Crazy Pony has sent it in tonight. Very difficult. This this is mm. the this is the easy version. I've made this easier for you because the ponies version was even more difficult. As Celtic manager, Neil Lennon has faced eight managers who are former teammates of his. Can you name them? So as Celtic manager, Neil Lennon has faced eight managers who are former teammates of his. Don't know shout it once, right, uh, by the way. That's oh. a very good question. Good, isn't it? Gary oh. Caldwell. No. Oh. Mm. Just need a moment or two to get my head around the question, I think. E... Jim Goodwin wasn't still at Celtic, yes. was he? Yeah. Jim Goodwin, well done. Oh, Roger. So, as Celtic manager, Neil Lennon has faced eight other managers who are former teammates of his. Okay, doke. Okay, I'll leave it with you. Jim Goodwin is one. We're looking for another seven. And if you want to hear your question on the show in the future, it's full time at Clyde1.com. Now, just before the break, we heard from David Martindale. He has passed his fit and proper test at the Scottish FA. He says he's been overwhelmed by the support. He feels like that's him over the final hurdle to now put his past behind him. What's your thoughts on all of that, Scott? I uh, I think it's I think it's great. I think uh, the guy done his time and served his debt. Went and got himself a university qualification, um, and now he's doing wonders at Livingston. Um, I'm not a Livingston fan, but just looking outside uh, from the outside in, I think it's uh, he's doing a great job. I thought the whole SFA sitting proper thing just seemed a bit unnecessary, to be honest, but. Um, Glad to see it's passed and he's getting on with getting on with things. Yeah, do you know what, Roger? A lot of people kind of take that view. To be fair, the Scottish FA would would tell you that it's that it's completely necessary, just purely because it's in their articles of association. They must be satisfied that a manager of a club is a fit and proper person to hold that that position. So I, I get what people are coming, where people are coming from, but in many ways, it it, it would be wrong to not not have that process. Um, yeah, I think it's a, um, an important process to have in place. Um, you can only take each case in isolation, and if we take David's case in isolation, I, I, I really did think it was a sort of open and shut case today because, you know, not only because of the work he's done at Livingston, but, you know, some of the testimonials that, that were laid before the SFA panel today from leading academics, from MPs, from councillor representatives through in West Lothian who have worked with David, um, and even, you know, just just... You know, the anecdotal testimonials that have come from yeah. other people in the game. Um, I think almost everyone was agreeable that David Martindale had earned this opportunity to become a manager in his own right. And good luck to him at Livingston going forward. What sort of message does it send out, Gordon? A good one? Yeah, th- yeah I think so. Uh, I think everybody deserves a, a second chance. I, I, only no- I only got to know David about, what, five, six years ago, Gordon. And you can only talk about a person that you've met and had dealings with. And I've got to say, he's one of the nicest guys in the game. I can't, you know, I couldn't say a bad word about him. I know he's got a past. I, d- I really don't get involved in that sort of stuff. I, every time I went to Livingston, his office door with the manager was always up. Couldn't do enough for you. Um, we'd always answer your phone calls. The way he treated you, everything about him. Yeah, some people may disagree with it, but I am delighted mm. for a boy. And plus, if I let me say right now, what a fantastic start to management he's had. 
Yeah, Scott, I'll be honest If I was on any other night And any other topic to say Fans of other teams Let us know what you make of Livingston I'm not sure we would get too many But what I'm noticing is that You're not a Livy fan, like you say But but everyone seems to be Kind of interested in this And almost rooting for David Martindale today Why do you think that is? Um, I don't know I think the guy just comes across I don't know But he just comes across as a sort of you know, Working class, down earth guy And you can tell he's got that sort of um, Team spirit going on in the Livingston changing room just now And I don't know, I just think it's a good story I think it's a good message for the SFA to be saying You know, we accept people who have made mistakes in their past and um, But football, you know, sports are a good way of rehabilitating And getting on with your life yeah, as you said, Roger. I mean, the, the the testimonials coming in from all sorts of from 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 politicians, from people in the legal sphere. There were there were lots of them, Scott, and a lot of fans who contact the show. Elaine tweeted in there to say that she absolutely agrees. It's an important process, but surely it should have been done before Martindale was in his position. It would have been a travesty if it had then gone against them, especially having got them to the cup final. Glad there's some sense left in the SFA. She says, "Is there any any particular reason that?" Why that that didn't happen? Or um, listen, I, I dare say you know how quickly football management moves. Um, I don't think they, you know, expected Gary Holt to leave his position. And, and administration, uh, administrative processes tend to not move as quick as that. Yeah, that and also, mean? I mean, the hearing would have been earlier, but I think it was postponed because of was it postponed because of bad weather a day? I think and people couldn't get to the zoo, you know, couldn't get to Hamden for their end of the Zoom call or something like that. So it should have been done earlier. Quite correct. Uh, let's bring in John Who's in your mains What's on your mind tonight John? Good evening panel Hi. It's just a quick question It's just to see Obviously the three guys That Gerard's bringing in One they brought in just now With right Aberdeen And the two guys To Bournemouth Do you think that's obviously Gerard's um, Try to strengthen for Next year Or do we see it as in, He's anticipating obviously um, Guys going in the summer Or guys going in the now So in my opinion Do you think these guys Will walk straight into the team or do you think they're there just as squad players? What do you think, Roger? I mean, there's still um, work to be done, of course, because none of them are, are in the building at all no, at the moment. But no, but even if they came in the summer, um, I don't think any of them would walk straight into the team. As Dan said earlier on, you know, Rangers in a very good position. They can look to bring in players in a future window who might not get into the team until a period of time after that. Um, Jack Simpson is a defender. Um, not too much wrong with the Rangers defence It's only lead mm. seven goals in the league this season um, I haven't seen much at all of Namde off the board But I'm told he's a you know, he's a deep line midfielder Neat and tidy in the ball A bit like Glenn Kamara So I don't know if this is you know one to mm. perhaps cover for Glenn Kamara Perhaps a long term replacement for Glenn Kamara Who knows um, Scott Wright is going to come in and challenge the places off the front I would imagine you know Provide backup perhaps for Ryan Kent There isn't really a natural Back up for Ryan Kent in the squad at the minute And you need to remember Gordon Next season in all likelihood Rangers will be competing in the Champions League At least the qualifiers Or potentially the group stages of the Champions League There are going to be more fixtures There's going to be more Mm. pressure on the squad So I think it's wise moves to try and bolster the squad What do you think of John's question Gordon Are are these guys that might in in time Be there to replace People who, who might leave in the future is that is that the type of forward planning Rangers are doing? Yeah, but but I, I think it's not just you. Maybe talk about Kamara's or players that would interest other clubs. Gordon that would come in and buy them. I think that there'll be a few players leaving uh, in the summer, and Stephen Gerrard wants to keep his squad, 
you know, two players for every position. It was good that he's opened the door as well to the academy. I think that's good news for them. So he's wanting competition in that dressing room. He wants to improve it every transfer window. And what he'll do by that is one or two players you'll see there, like, for instance, uh, maybe Jordan Jones, Greg Stewart, and people that go and find in other clubs. These guys come in and be part of that squad. So he's keeping that you know, tight squad together. I think it's good planning, I really do. Do you think Rangers should and will look to guys like Nathan Patterson and young players between now and the end of the season, John, given the, the gap that's there? Because I'm sure people within Rangers would admit that the priority is just, is just to win the league and get back to winning things. But in an ideal world, a club of Rangers size really should be getting academy products into the, the first team regularly, shouldn't they? Yes, I agree. I think then um, Patterson that should be given a chance. There are other boys in there now that the league or the the points differences are good. I think we should be trying them out because there's a big game still to come. We've still got two games against Celtic. We've still got um, the Champions League qualifiers from next year. We're still in the Europa, Europa League, so there's still games there to try and test them. I, I agree to bring them in and just bring them in gradually, but as a Old enough or good enough So mm. I think I, I totally agree With bringing them in Just now mm. Do you think that's something That, that Stephen Gerrard Or his staff Ross Wilson Will, will Start to, to crank up a bit Roger Because Like we said If I had asked this question In September I can imagine people saying Oh wor- Worry about academy players Another day You know let, Let's win the league And that's that's the priority But with that With that points gap that That has to be the business model Does it not Is to try and Bringing Nathan Patterson in And he either wins you trophies well, Or you sell him for yeah, millions of pounds that, That's just I, the way they operate I, I is think, it not? As with every academy and All the lads are going to be at different stages of development um, I think Nathan is the first one Who's really come through and established himself In the match day squad of 20 More often than not he's in there You saw it against Ross County at the weekend He got 20 minutes at the end of the game There are other youngsters, you know, the likes of Kai Kennedy who I think signed a new deal and out and loan to Wraith Rovers have already been on loan at Cali Thistle this season. Looks a promising player. I don't know whether you watched our broth and Dundee on Friday night, but mm. our broth have got a young lad, young Rangers midfielder called Ben Williamson, who's shown in there up against Charlie Adam and Sean Byrne and, and Josh and Paul McPake McGowan. has just scored for Harrogate yeah, tonight as well. Yeah, so the likes of Ben Williamson, you know, Josh McPake, players like that are in the system. It's like anything else, Gordon. You can only give these lads an opportunity. And it's up to them to prove that they merit their place in what has become a very strong Rangers team. And Nathan Patterson is at the most advanced stage of, of development of any of these young lads. All right, thank you to John in New Mains. Hopefully we'll speak to you soon, John. Uh, we're on Twitter as well, and he's, he's taken the bait, Roger. He has taken the bait, curious creatures. Never in doubt. Um, <laughs> but he's, he's at, you've, you've caught him off guard. He says, sorry, Roger, not tonight. Frimpong move or not Tuesday is just for listening It's bath night And it's hot So you can do my work tonight The rhymes and all that jazz I'll do like many have before And share a bath with Daz Do you know what Have you heard the, the real Breaking news Is that He still can't He can't bath He's not allowed <laughs> to bath Because of the hip operation Showers only at the moment And he's devastated about it Because you know that was his Well it was one of his favourite hobbies It wasn't his favourite <laughs> hobby right? But it was one of his favourite hobbies Was to lie in the bath And listen to Super Scoreboard On his nights off And he can't even do it yet A couple of weeks ago Wednesday, Wednesday night I actually texted the surgeon The other day there uh, He must be looking at his text Going 
Why did I give this guy my number? Uh, just to ask him, could I get a bath on Wednesday night? Because my <laughs> bath night's Wednesday and I'm I'm sadly missing it. I have three weeks to go, Roger. Oh, great. That's brilliant. We'll be, yeah, I'll, be, I'll be keeping a close eye on it. <laughs> Sales of Matey and Asda and Motherwell will be going back through the roof again in three weeks' time. Well, uh, quickly on the teaser anymore. Yeah, I've got one. Jackie McNamara must be one. Yes. I uh, saw you glance down at your phone. It's amazing what you can get away with when you're in a different uh, studio. No, I, I knew that anyway. Okay. You didn't need to glance at my phone um, for that. Alan Stubbs? No. Well, I didn't glance what at my phone there. What about Northern Ireland teammates? What about Tommy Wright? Yes. Okay, we'll leave it there. Let's speak to Jim, who's a Celtic fan from Kilmarnock. What do you make of all this Jeremy Frimpong business, Jim? Well, good evening, panel. Hi, Jim. I'm, I'm just absolutely scunnered. You know, I mean, a lot of your callers tonight have obviously said it's you know, it's great business for Celtic, and I get that, you know, but this is a young boy that was brought into the club, 20 years of age, and that's an investment for the future. You know, the, where does the vision went? That's what I want to know. You've got a man sitting there, Neil Lennon, I've called before, and he's a man in borrowed time. You know, he's not going to be there going forward, uh, you know, as manager, and we're letting him preside over another transfer market and dictating who's coming in and going out the club. You know, look, his record is just shocking in the transfer market. We've got Barkas, five million, Kamala, three point six, Duffy, two million for a loan. You know, he's going back to his parent club, isn't he? Where we could keep him. You know, he's been absolutely shocking. You know, and we've got a captain there sitting at the club, who's now a bit bit, bit player. You know, he he's subbed after sixty minutes and he comes on for the last twelve years. I just want to know where the visions went. I mean, we've lost all credibility. You know, we're talking about season ticket renewals coming up and whatever. I mean, I know for a fact I'm going to be sitting waiting. Because, yet again, the board are sitting on their hands. I mean, you look across the water, two players to every position they've got. You know, that's a team that's got a plan in place. We have absolutely nothing. Interestingly yeah. enough, though, Roger, I've we've been saying in the last couple of nights, you know, very quiet Celtic on the on the transfer front. What does this mean? What can you read into it? So today it's that Frimpong leaves, and also that Celtic are now closing in on a pre-contract to sign Preston's Ben Davis in the summer. And I see Sky amongst others reporting that yeah. this evening. So um, Jim's bemoaning a sort of lack of, of vision, ambition, etc. What's your take on that? Um, Celtic are in a difficult position You know you, you tend to need to Build from the top If you like um, Who's going to be the manager Next season Is Neil Lennon going to be around mm. Is Nick Hammond Going to be around well, do, um, I know maybe it's just one example But the pre-contract agreement To sign Ben Davis Does that not tell you that Nicky Hammond is there Performing his function Which to be fair That's what's supposed to happen So that if a ma- it doesn't matter Which manager comes and goes The recruitment process Can still keep ticking but it, along It will matter to Ben Davis If the next manager comes in If there is a change of manager And doesn't fancy him um, So it, it, these things are, There's things I know the point you're making They should be You know we can't in one breath Commend Rangers for You know making Pre-contract moves And then criticise Celtic For making pre-contract moves But you can see where the Rangers pre-contract moves fit into the big pattern at Rangers I'm not sure where any pre-contract moves for Celtic actually fit into the pattern at the minute because there doesn't appear to be a pattern at the minute um, there will be as we said all along there will be enormous changes I think Jeremy Frimpong's going to be the first mm. of many leaving the club if Ben Davis signs a pre-contract and comes in he'll be the first of many coming in and you know Celtic supporters like Jim will be desperately hoping 
that the next badge coming in headed by Ben Davis are more successful than the last badge headed by Shane Duffy See to be fair Jim you, you said you know what's happening here Frimpong was supposed to be an investment is it not a very good return on that investment in short time I mean 300 grand what was it 16 months did you say Roger uh, yeah. since he came to the club and and now sold for a fee that could reach whatever 11, 11 million pounds is the, the fee that seems to be going around is that not a good investment Jim? Well that's all that's all well and good if it's just 10 you want you know, I mean, so much emphasis has been put on 10, 10, 10. You know, that once 10's over, it doesn't finish. You know, but now I'm looking further along the line, the league's gone. You know, and I'm thinking, where, where are we going to turn it around? You know, there was a great opportunity. I mean, you look at the next lot of fixtures, we've got seven fixtures coming up before the middle of next month. Surely you would have brought a man in, a manager in. Let him look here, the current squad that's there. You know, give him games to the end of the season And then he makes his decisions of who he wants and who he doesn't want well, I've got Neil Lennon sitting there I mean, he's, he's not going to provide any any vision or, or going forward Because he's out the door Regardless whether it's a new or whether it's in the summer See, so see I, do agree, I do agree with you I've said earlier that if they're, going to, if they're going to make a change Make it now and give the new manager time to settle in Get his own players It could have been two transfer windows Probably let the you know have a look at the the staff everything then he can plan for the summer. But where I will disagree with you a little bit, and I don't know if you meant this, I don't think Frimpong leaving Celtic had anything to do with Neil Lennon, because if you look at Frimpong and you were sitting there and you really wanted to play for Celtic and that was a club you really wanted, you're thinking, well, I'm going to leave because the manager. You know, like you've just said there. That Neil Lennon's got to be replaced in the summer So you would sit and say right I'll wait till the new manager comes in See what like that is And then make a decision Maybe next transfer window So what it tells me is quite simply Forget Neil Lennon in this transfer uh, saga It's down to the Frimpong Wanting to try something else in Germany I also assume Roger That Celtic felt they couldn't turn it down Regardless of who the manager is Because well, we know what's happening financially To everyone at the moment They will not get access to the Champions League money They won't get the top amount of prize money Which granted isn't a lot Because it doesn't look like they'll win the Premiership So Maybe that's at the point where your chief executive or your head of recruitment says, well, it doesn't matter who the, who the manager is, we cannot turn 11 million quid for Jeremy Frimpong. Partic- particularly not when the players agi- go, agitating yeah. for the move, if you like. You can't you cannot nowadays keep unhappy players. All right, Jim, good to speak to you. Make sure you do it again sometime. That was Jim and Kilmarnock. As Celtic manager, Neil Lennon has faced eight other managers who are former teammates of his. Can you name them? You have got Jackie McNamara, Jim Goodwin, and Tommy Wright at A. Johnson has thrown another couple of names in there. Um, any more? Oh, Tommy Wright's predecessor, Robert Steve Lomas. Yes. Roger, that is a fantastic. But Paul Lambert's not one, is he? No. Now, he did face him as a manager in England. But that as you will really, know if yeah, you listen yeah. to the question, this is it's during Scotland. his time at Celtic. Down this Northern Irish line, did he. Was he capped alongside Stephen Robinson? He was. Well done. Stephen Robinson, Who? right? Stephen Robinson. Oh, former model manager, that. you know? No, no but yeah, yeah. Your, your hero until. And, a month no, ago. Look, oh, look, how, how quickly they forget. Fickle, do fickle. not tell me it's his birthday because I will not be responding. What about Paul Lambert? Uh, no, Paul, Lam- uh, Paul Hartley. <laughs> Paul Hartley. Uh, no, right, we'll leave it there. You've only got three to get. We'll get them next. Number one for football in Glasgow and the West. 0141 951 1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard.
Roger Hanna and Gordon DL are here We're into the final part of tonight's show Which means there's still time for calls But you've got to get a move on you two With regards to this teaser As Celtic manager Neil Lennon Has faced eight other managers Who are his former teammates So Jackie McNamara Teammates at Celtic Played against Dundee United Jim Goodwin Teammates at Celtic Played against St Mirren uh, You've then went down the Northern Ireland route Of Stephen mm. Robinson Steve Lomas And Tommy Wright You've got three to get I'm struggling a little bit here didn't play down south at Paul Hecking bottom, did he? No. Oh. What a brilliant knack you've got. You've you've clearly left the three most difficult ones to the end. Uh, was it Celtic at the same time as Barry Smith? No. Wonder about Dundee. Is he, clue, are, are, these, are these ma- managers he managed against with Celtic in the Premier League, or are these like, you know lower league guys he could have met in the cup? Uh, no, or no, no, no. All, all guys who managed in the Premier League. Yes, I would say so. Um, but one of them was not his Two of them were not his teammates up here Yeah, teammates at Leicester or Nottingham Forest or two something Two of them were his teammates at club level down south I'll tell you that So you're done with the Northern Ireland ones uh-huh. One of them was his teammate at Celtic And, and he managed against yeah, them Colin Calder was not one there no. no And two of them were teammates at club level down south Okay, I'll leave it with you Let's bring in James Who's in Pollock tonight Hi James I've missed most of the show so I've been out walking actually And I've got a bad reception Can you just confirm to me How much Frimpong's actually With the Leverkusen deal Has gone for And how much he was valued at Or what his agreement is Well Roger I think it looks like It's about 11 million That'll be the that'll be the top end of it yeah, You know, if, whether if, it, if he plays all the games And all the add-ons um, Are added on Yep Quickly, can I ask you then what you think Cavalier and Barisic and other people in the league? Because everybody's saying Frimpong's no worth going for Celtic and he's no so what are players in Scotland worth then? Ooh, I wondered when we'd get one of these. Yeah. We've saved it to the end, Gordon. Um oh, no. can you answer that question? No. Well try, because James wants you to. No, I, I if Frimpong's worth that, what is Tavernier oh, worth? I That's know, the question. We'll, Come we'll, on. Well we hear this all the time, Gordon. Um you're only worth what a club's prepared to pay for you. Simple as that. I know that's I knew easy. You'd say that. I know that's easy answer, but there could be a club down in England that look at Tavernier or Kamara and think, Do you know what? I'm going to throw silly money at that. You look at Tierney going for twenty six was it twenty six, twenty seven million, right? Look at what he's doing with Arsenal now. How much would he go for if he went for another big move? So, that's the, do you think that's the only thing that Celtic's done well this year? Then is, is making money for the club because I think Gerrard's trying to do it by bringing the young boys through and selling them. So mm-hmm. if if Frimpong's worth that for Parkhead, what Rangers are going to be worth an absolute fortune, and that's what Gerrard's bringing the young boys through for. Roger, that's the thing. For, for all for all Rangers have been brilliant this season and Celtic haven't, I don't think anyone at Rangers would deny it. that is what Rangers have to start doing. Oh, that's listen, it. That, for, that's for, the next step. Celtic time, have done it for years. For a long time. Every club in Scotland has had to do that, Gordon, you know, different levels. Um I think Stephen Gerrard has built up very, very strong sword. You look at McGregor at 39, I think he has in a few days. Uh, Stephen Davis just turned 36. Apart from those guys. It's a relatively young squad I think, you know, Tavernier's what, 28, 29 maybe um, But there are a lot of guys there Who if Rangers ever wanted to to sell them on You know, look at the money that's been offered for Morelos in the past The money that's been offered for Kent in the past Enough people coming up watching Glenn Kamara A lot of people, you know, will, will admire what A lot of the, you know, the young other talents are doing The likes of Barisic, an international player So I'm sure James isn't coming on for a moment, trying to sell some of the you know these Rangers players, but you know there there are guys there who are sellable. What's your own thoughts on it then, James? Gordon's given you that old line of mm-hmm. you're only worth what someone's willing to pay. Well, 
I totally agree with that. You know, they were foot. So, but seemingly, a lot of Celtic fans are saying he's not worth anything. <laughs> he could go if he wants to go. But obviously, what I'm trying to get at here is Celtic are getting and Rangers. They're, they're especially Gerard. They're going the right way about it. Mm-hmm. I mean, the the boys come in for a, a, for pennies, and it doesn't matter whether he's going to Bundesliga or going to the English Premiership. If somebody's coming for big bucks, they're going to take the money. Mm-hmm. Especially in this climate, and it's the same with Rangers. Even the young boys, just uh, passing. And they want to bring him through the ranks because they can nurture him, become the player they be, even get them out and loan, become better players and make money off them. That's what the business is all about. I think part sorry, Gordon, I think part of your job as a manager is look at the the way that the Rangers board and I think the Celtic board as well has supported their managers with money. But on top of that, you've got to have assets here where you can justify saying, well, look, I've spent X amount of pounds, but the assets I've got in the park, I can cover mm. that. And Rangers have got a lot of assets just now. I'm taking the mickey out of him slightly, Roger, but unfortunately, he is right. And I know it's a lot of fun, and I can I can kind of get it from a fan's perspective. We say, oh, hold on a minute, if Frimpong's worth that, pff, what's, what's Tavernier worth? But what we very rarely stop to do is say well there's 10 years between them yeah. now I, I think we all know even the biggest Celtic fans out there would admit James Tavernier is outperforming Jeremy Frimpong at the moment that's, yeah, that's an I'd, understatement I, I would but, su- there's, but there's 10 years between them I would suggest to you even in January James Tavernier will be Scotland's footballer of the year yeah wrapped th- up this yeah. season and um, by the way, that's how good his performance level has been what, what I'm trying to say is I am not for a second saying the age Gap makes Frimpong automatically worth more than Tavernier Far from it But sometimes when it's these conversations We don't stop to think about yeah, it We just look it, at what they're doing on the pitch and at that by, time Bayer Leverkusen You know, it sounds daft But £11 million pounds Probably isn't a huge sum of money for Bayer Leverkusen In Germany's cash-rich Bundesliga So they will look at Frimpong at the age of What, what do you say is? 20 20 And say, right, listen We're doing a gamble on this young Dutch guy We're signing from Scotland We're spending £11 million on him And if it doesn't work in three or four years' time We can flog him and probably get our money back um, if they were to sign a 29 year old um, In 3 or 4 years time you get nothing for them So it, it's just the way the market works Gordon There's no reflection that you know Nobody's saying Frimpong is a better player than Tavernier Nobody James thank you very much Hopefully we'll do that again soon That was James and Pollock We've got big championship games tonight Roger That we shouldn't overlook One Big, big championship game now big isn't game. it One. Yes my apologies And fair play to the Dazzler The only man in the studio on Saturday Who tipped his beloved Wraith Rovers to win at Tynecastle did him proud He's his favourite player Manny Duku At one of the goals And and they'll be looking for a for a repeat But I think they'll find it difficult Against Andy Halliday and co tonight To, to beat Hearts once Is um, an achievement To beat them twice For a team Who two seasons You know A few months ago mm. Were two divisions Beneath Hearts That would be spectacular And then we Gordon Tomorrow mm. night I know the way it's going to work All the focus on Celtic After Jeremy Frimpong And it's Neil Lennon's future And Hamilton Aki's how big is the game between Ross County and your beloved Motherwell at the bottom? It's massive, Gordon. It really is. Um, it's one that you've got to win. And you're going up to Dingwall. And Ross County will be in great confidence at home after beating Aberdeen 4-1. I'm just hoping that a little bit of that confidence was knocked out of them at Ibrox. Obviously, with the way Rangers played and could have scored a lot more than five. But that is so... So important for Graham Alexander and Motherwell tomorrow night. You need to really get something out of that game. It's a double setback for you tomorrow night, does, isn't it? Not only can you night not have Wednesday night, bath night, you can't go to Dingwall because there's no fans allowed, otherwise you'd have been up there. Oh, I'd have been there, Roger, on uh, Wally Pettigrew Loyal. <laughs> Honestly, full of absolute nonsense. Hibs Rangers, Roger, is always a 
it's always a cracking fixture. It just now you get the feeling that again Rangers could afford to drop points in that one. Most people would would feel that way. Um, you know what you're going to get from Rangers. There's a consistency of performance this season. Um, a consistency of result as well. What you don't know, you don't know what you're going to get from Hibs. Um, mm. Don't think many of us expected them to lose the semi-final the way they did 3-0 Saturday night to St. Johnson. How do they bounce back from that? I think this is the worst possible game for them. All right, we better stop it there because you lot have got work to do on this teaser. You've still got three to get. Um, he didn't play, Neil Lennon, he played crew with Jim Gannon. No. We need clues, Gordon. What about Mark Burchill? No. Who was Mark Burchill? Livingston. Livingston. Oh, yeah. uh, Kenny Miller then at Livingston. Nope. No? Okay Right Teammates at Leicester mm-hmm. Leicester Who came up and managed up here Came up and manages up here Oh It won't have been long ago Let me tell you that What? Not Br- Brian Rice? No No he was at Forest Ah of course St um, Johnson Callum Davidson? Yes Oh Leicester together Leicester, of course Yes right uh, Who would they have been at Wickham with This is a cracker This is brilliant hey, We said Paul Hickingbottom didn't we <laughs> Yeah it's not him He would have managed Livingston against Celtic And a teammate of Neil Lennon's at Wickham Wickham? Mm-hmm. Livingston? Who's the man? Well it's not David Martindale David Hopkins? No Gary Holt Gary, Gary Holt. Holt Yep well done And the last one Teammates at Celtic And managed against Falkirk Yogi No not Yogi Bear Another man with, with an equally recognisable Nickname Um. Oh, no, Who were the Falkirk managers What are you going to do In about 20 seconds time Oh You're Stephen gonna... Presley oh, just, just ruined my big my big clue there right Stephen Presley well done thank you Roger Hanna and Gordon DL thanks for all your calls your tweets and for listening at home we're back tomorrow big night for football in the Scottish Premiership so make sure you join us Andy Halliday is here Mark Guidi alongside him and uh, we want to take your calls so we'll do it then Callum Gallagher is up next Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors. For an unpredictable world, talk to Thompson's.com.